Hello and welcome to Spirituality, a podcast about all things spiritual, with me, Elizabeth Lilly, and my co-host, Nikola Jane Ivanov. We're just two spiritual mediums hanging out, drinking tea, and chatting about spirituality once a week. And if you like today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Welcome to our first podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for being here. My name is Elizabeth Lilly and I am a spiritual medium and an energy healer. And who are you? I am Nikola Jane Ivanov and I am an energy healer also, master teacher and medium, psychic medium and teacher of law of attraction. So today, since it is our first podcast, I thought that we could just chat a little bit about who we are and how we ended up doing what we do. And because this is spirituality, spiritual tea time. Yeah. <laughs> nice cup of chai tea. Yeah, really spicy, nice chai tea because it's kind of cold today here in Spain. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a rare, rare day when it's kind of cold and kind of foggy, but we don't complain. <laughs> no, we certainly don't. So how did you find out that you were spiritual? When did you find out that you were spiritual? Well, I've always known um, that I was different in my family. I could always feel from a very young age um, spiritual energy around me. I remember even as young as seven and eight um, seeing glimpses of sparkling light, blue light, um, feeling the presence of something different in energy to me, though I didn't know what it was when I was younger. I remember if I was going to bed at night, I would feel energies around me or see um, shapes in the darkness. Um, Yeah, I remember being quite frightened when I was younger because I didn't understand it and and there was no one I could speak to about this. So for many years, I, I guess I pushed it away and it wasn't till I was older and I think I was around 21 when I first got my pack of angel cards, my first pack. And I remember finding them soothing and uplifting. And yeah. so I always found that I was happy to to pull a card for friends. And so, yeah, that's where it kind of started, around the early 20s. And you do that every day now on Facebook yes. as well. Yeah, Disney. I do the cards. I don't need the cards now because in 2013 I developed further. Um, I knew from early 20s that I wanted to... Uh, be more open-minded perhaps um, to it so it wasn't till much later that I developed properly through the Scottish School of Mediumship and the the teachers there really helped me they helped me understand it they helped me become more confident and since then since that point I got my certificate gave me a little confidence boost and I felt pulled strongly towards using my psychic mediumship gifts to help others find peace and upliftment and clarity in their lives. So, yeah, that's it for me. It started really 2013 um, oh, on that journey. That's amazing. Um, so what about you? Yeah, it was about the same for me, actually. I, I was born a daughter to two parents who were psychic or who could see spirits because we're from... Some of my relatives are from the Samis, they are the indigenous people in Sweden. Wow. So my grandmother was very advanced spiritually, she was 
my mother always said that she was a white witch because she could do wow. spells and she could do readings and and yeah people came to to her to have their future told and things like that but so I was quite sensitive I also saw like spirits walking past me in the corner of my eye and things like that and I grew up in, in a haunted house basically wow. <laughs> so but for me it was kind of scary because my mom she reacted against the spirits or her upbringing with the spirits by becoming really religious okay so she was afraid of the spirits and her relig religion taught us that they were all demons so i thought mm -hmm. that i saw demons in the i had this i had the same uh, belief system because i was catholic so it was yeah i can relate to that yeah it's super super scary as a kid thinking you have demons around you all the time so yes i know <laughs> i remember my gran used to say such things you know like the devil will come for different mm -hmm. things and she used to quote often and so i guess that's another reason why it wasn't till much later that i felt i ever wanted to develop oh. so me yeah. neither I, I tried to shut it off for years mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for years until i was like 31 or something even wow try to shut it off and and it didn't work, of course, obviously. No, it doesn't. They push through. Yeah, it's your path. So I did what you did. I decided that I was going to learn everything about it. So I went to to school for medium in Sweden for a year and learned about mediumship and how to use energy and and kind of got the pieces of the puzzle together in a way so that I could understand what was happening and understand the spirit world and. You need it, yeah, you need it. You need yeah. those teachers and you need that uh, people like you, like-minded, who are able to help you open. It's so important. It's so important um, to have that. Yeah, it, it really is. Because when you're on your own and you can read a ton of books and things like that, but until you really practice it, you can't really understand it, I think. Yeah, it's about the practicing. That's helped me, um, for sure. Yeah, you need to understand it by, by using it, I think. And we have a um, and this the Scottish Spiritual College as well. There's a lot of older and wiser teachers who have been using it for a very long time, and I think their tips and their hints as well certainly give you the confidence to know that even if you're not very good at connecting in the beginning, that it's possible with practice. And so, it's about not giving up. Um, if you are drawn to it and it's your and you feel strongly, it's your path. In the beginning, there's a lot of doubt, yeah. you know, to of course. to differentiate between your own imagination and that of spiritual guidance. Yes. Um, you know, you have a lot of doubt and it's about putting in um, some faith and, yeah, positive expectation in there as well that you can. Yeah, and I think that's where you really need the practice because you kind of need the, the feedback that what what you're feeling and what you're seeing is, isn't just your imagination. Yeah. So that's how I got more confident because, as you say, in the beginning you can't really know if I'm imagining things or if I'm not imagining things. But it's kind of cool when you when you start reading like spirits or people yes. because we're empaths as well. So we can yeah. read people's emotions and feel people's emotions in our own bodies. Mm -hmm. So when you start reading people and getting the feedback that what you're feeling is actually correct, that's when you can really start to evolve, I think, and start to use it. Yeah, you need to, you need to definitely use it with other people to see for yourself. And I remember when I was starting, 
um, I was pulled in front of a crowd of 70 people up onto the stage and I was saying, you know, oh, I'm not, I'm not a medium yet. I'm not, you know, I don't feel confident enough to do this. And, and the teacher, he just said, you know, come on up. You're going to do it anyway. I'm going to force you uh, to do this. And um, he, he really helped me because he said, I want you just to close your eyes and, and just follow my voice. And he was going around the room and I was using, you know, other skills I had, the, the ears, you know, to, to listen to something more. And, he, and that whole week was about showing me that I could smell and, and um, feel and hear as well as what you always think. When you think of mediums, you think everything is just seeing, but it's not. It's much more. It's about feeling and using the other Absolutely. senses. And so that helped me because I, I was a feeler and I'm still a feeler. So not everything that comes to me is something that I see. Some of it is something that I hear or something that I strongly feel. And I think, you know, learning that you can use all of these senses to, to bring about a stronger connection is so important. And it's kind of cool because my teacher, she also said that, of course it is true that we have different senses that are, are stronger for some um, a feeler sure. as well and some people are clairvoyant they can see and some people can hear messages and things like that but even the spirits can communicate in different ways some are better at showing images and some are better at letting us hear words or giving us emotions and stuff like that so and i think that they do it cool as well sure they do it um i i found that it changes for me sometimes i'm more hearing things or seeing things or feeling so it does change yeah. it's not always just one way for me and um, I think they do what's best for me on the day so it's about my vibration and my openness to whatever you know I can feel from them um, so they work with me in in my energy state of the day so do you have any any ghost stories to tell <laughs> ghost stories um, do you know, it's funny because when you get as open as I am, you're just hanging around everywhere. <laughs> it's not like, it just seems so normal. Um, I remember before, you know, this was when we stayed in Scotland because we've been in Spain. We've been out of Scotland, sorry, for four years and traveling as, you know, from, from Spain to Malta and, and then back again. And a daughter as well. I have a husband and two daughters, yes. Yeah, two daughters. Yeah, yes. and he has a daughter as well. So, yeah, we, we have been traveling, but when I was in Scotland, I remember there used to be a figure and I think it was a great grandfather because I couldn't connect fully because I felt the, the relative distance in this relationship, but it was male and he used to hang around my living room door and just show me kind of arm and a leg and that's all I would ever see and I would say to my husband there he's back again there he's back and he always used to get is, is, is it good is it a good energy and I say it's the same one I think they're just saying hello because he would never intrude and I never got any messages I just got the presence of that they were there so nothing um so spooky but I'll tell you something funny actually last night I shut, well, in the daytime after my healing session with a client, I had to shut my laptop over because the internet was not strong in the upstairs bedroom. And so I shut it over. And that just means it closes the laptop down, all sound, and puts yeah. it in the rest mode. Last night at one in the morning, closed over, it started to play music. 
Wow. And at first I, I looked at my husband as if, are you going to turn your phone alarm off? <laughs> and he's, he's kind of stirring and he's saying, you know, is that your phone? And I say, no, but it sounds like it's coming from here. So I get up and I check and then sure enough in the therapy room, this music, this it was actually Reiki healing music was going off. Wow. And so I had to lift the lid, which is so bizarre because it wasn't even activated. It wasn't even <laughs> on screen. Um, and then I had to go in and it took a few moments. It was super loud for one in the morning because I needed it loud in the mm. daytime. So I was thinking, I hope I don't wake the neighbours with this um, really lovely music. <laughs> but that was clearly spirit um, yeah. interacting in that way. And I just said thank you um, and good night and you know thank you for the nice music. <laughs> thank you for wakening me up with that. So yeah, it was a nice wake up. <laughs> yeah. I had something happen to me a few years back when I, when I was starting out because the spirits were basically tricking me on my onto my spiritual path because I as I told you I didn't want to to do the spiritual thing. I didn't want to be spiritual, so they basically tricked me. But I, I was up at night a lot back then because I had trouble sleeping. And we had a long corridor with a wooden floor outside the living room where I was sitting with my laptop. And I just heard, I heard footsteps in the corridor. And they sounded exactly like my husband's footsteps, like bare feet, bare feet on the wooden floor and some crackly joints and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And I thought to myself, hmm, that's weird how he could, he could avoid that creaky creaky part of the floor and then the steps just stopped outside the door and I couldn't see out to the corridor because I was sitting in a chair in a corner and the steps just stopped and I thought well what's he doing why is he not coming into the living room why is he just standing there so I got up no one was there <laughs> and as I went to the, to the bedroom he was deep asleep snoring <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. and that kept happening and happening and happening every night wow. those steps in the hallway I thought it was freaky yeah so because it can it can <laughs> still startle you um, yes. for sure you know sometimes I feel pressures at the end of my bed it's becoming more normal but sometimes you just think hmm who's that you know yeah um, and it's a proper pressure like someone sitting um, <laughs> where your covers dent yes. um, and I had experiences where I've seen green balls of light I've seen cats because we had many cats yeah. growing up so I could see them clearly when I woke up at night for a few oh. seconds before it disappeared um, oh. and and it was the pressure on my feet uh, because the cats would always go to the bottom of the bed. Oh, yeah. So it was the pressure that woke me up and then I would see just for a few seconds the vision of the cat and wow. that would then fade away into into nothing as you become more aware of your surroundings. Your logical yeah. mind comes in and then it kind of disrupts that spiritual sight that you you get. When you're half asleep you're in, in the zone where you can see and heal and feel, feel spirits better as well. I, I do. I get... Um, a lot of my my spiritual insight first thing in the morning as I wake and I do a lot of my posts in the morning because I'm most open and inspired before the day starts and in the evening as I go to bed I go into that kind of sleep where the type of sleep where you, sometimes you fall yeah. and you feel like you're just drifting and then I can wake up with really good inspiration and insight and a knowledge that wow. I didn't have uh, previous so it's, it's so true that when your brain is calming down or it's, you know, just in the morning as you wake or go to bed, that's a really um, 
good way to, to practice connecting. Um, I, I have to do it in the day because I, I have clients in the day, but I do a little meditation before I go into it to calm my breathing, to calm my mind, to release any thoughts that might hinder or hold back any uh, communication. But it's about being calm. Yeah. That's the key. It is. Yeah. So maybe that was why, why I heard grandma as well at night. I was tricked okay. to go to a woman who was a herbalist because I had some issues with my health. And I did not know that she was a psychic and a medium. Or I would not have gone to her, I can tell you that, because I was scared. But she said to me, you hear steps in your hallway at night, in your corridor. Yeah, I do, I said. And she said, it's your grandmother. She just wants you to know that she's there. <laughs> and it's so nice for you to hear that because she was how she was. Yeah. And so it was like a little message to say it's okay for you to open up and be in your power and, and use it, you know. What would you say is the weirdest spiritual thing you had happened to you? I think that... Um, do you know it doesn't seem that weird anymore when you when you ask me that question I can't think of anything off the top of my head I get um, which I don't fully understand yet and I think I've still to evolve a little bit more in in terms of communicating or finding out really what I'm being shown from spirit in the evening uh, sorry when I'm sleeping I wake up and it's the same every night it's around between 12 and 1 and I wake up and I'm showing, in the darkness, flickering screams, lots of flickering images. Okay. And it's like the old um, movies where you get the flickering images, you know, when they started making films and it would be all the flickering yeah. together, you know. And it's like that. And it's loads of scenes. Sometimes I can just see images within them. And I wonder, and I've started to, because I get them a lot, I get this a lot, of thinking that's how life is. It's like segments of these flickering phases. Every decision we make, every thought that we think leads to a decision, leads to an action. And the actions we take every single time um, lead to this new, um, almost like a photo book of where you're going to go next. And I just see these flickering images and I wonder if life is like that. It's making, you know, the thoughts, uh, decisions and actions based on the different uh, segments of your life, basically, uh, day to day, minute to minute. Yeah. And I'm not fully understanding it, but I, I grab the concept um, I know is true that we um, create our own realities. And I think I'm being shown so far a creation and mix of both, both past, or should I say present, and even maybe future as well. Again, the images flicker so fast that it's hard for me to to understand what they're trying to show me. But I have a feeling that's the path I'm on with it. That's what they are trying to show me. So that's a bit weird. That's the weird stuff that's happening. <laughs> Has been happening for a while now. So I'm just to get I'm just to get from them the clear message of what that means to me. Have you asked them? Yes, and that's why, you know, I was explaining what I think it is. Yeah. Because that's what they give me. Is that Life is almost made up of, of moments, million billions of these like movements put together in vibration make you know, everything. Yeah. yeah, everything appears solid when you your thoughts make everything appear manifested to you. 
And I think that's why we're all living these individual experiences. You know, I always say to my husband, when we walk down the same street, we would swear we see the same street. But I could be looking at a flower that he would not see, and he could be looking at a car that I would not see. Yeah. And it's based on our energy and what we are vibrating and kind of what we are seeing is based on what we are vibrating. So, yeah, I think it's very individual and that's the, the freaky stuff that's happening to me just now <laughs> is that I'm coming to this realisation, this higher realisation that I'm in control of everything that comes yeah. to me and creating as well. So... No, that's kind of cool. That's quite a, a strange thing for people to listen to who don't understand the law of attraction and creating your own reality. And so for me, it's becoming more normal. Um, I teach it, but also I'm, exp I'm experiencing higher um, knowledge and, and learning every day new things. So what about you? Any oh. stories? Gee, yes, I have had some very weird things happen just this this fall, actually. And since I have not been out of my spiritual closet for a long time, I have to tell you, I've just come out as a spiritual person, a healer and a medium this fall, maybe six months ago or something like that. And that was about the same time that I woke up one night and I had three spirits standing next to my bed. And they were freaky looking spirits. <laughs> I think you've heard this story, but I'm gonna tell it to all our listeners. They were they were wearing cloaks mm -hmm. that were on the hoods, that were dark, and they had no faces. <laughs> it was just shadow underneath their hoods. And they were just standing there looking at me. And I thought, to begin with, I thought, okay, am I dying now? Is it, is it death? <laughs> the to the Grim Reaper yeah. <laughs> in three, not just one. No, you. I'm really dying now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, they were just standing there and I tried to feel their energy and their, their energy was just neutral. So I didn't feel like scared or something like that. But the same thing happened the night after that. And then I had a session with a friend who's a healer and we, we sometimes swap healing sessions. And she said to me, well, your grandmother is with you. I can see a little Sami woman. And that was my grand grandmother. And your spirit guides are with you as well. So I thought, hmm, could it be that these are spirit guides? And I googled it. Google is always your friend. Yeah. <laughs> so and there were a couple of people who said that they had seen these clothed spirits and that they indeed were spirit guides. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I'm going to call them in, I'm going to have a chat with them, so I, as I always do when I'm not quite sure about the spirits that I'm supposed to meet, I call in my angels and my protection and the light and everything like that. And then I asked for the cloaked spirits to come. And they came into the living room and they were so offended. They were like, okay, you've got all your protection, we're leaving. They just turned around, they were, <laughs> they were leaving. Really? <laughs> yeah, they were completely offended. And so I, I had to just send away all the angels and all the protection and basically say, okay, I trust you, because they said, we are guides and we are protectors. Yeah. So, uh, well, you need, basically need to trust us if we're going to work with you. So I did that, and I got the guidance that I would receive an energy healing session from them. And it was incredibly intense. It was as if they activated an energy in my body and I could see symbols lighting up inside my body. Yeah. And I felt like someone was was 
tickling me with feathers over my skin as was pulling my 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 energy and or my my body even it felt like needles <laughs> even at times so and something happened because the day after that I had another healing session with my friend and she said what's happened with your energy because it's totally different I felt as if I was in a tornado of light I've never felt this with your energy before oh, how lovely <laughs> yeah. how lovely so that was super weird but but needed super cool yeah, yeah. so now I've got that gift from them so I'm really grateful for that and I think as well you know when you look at spirits they're all portrayed in the light um, as being white beings but um, of course the color you know the darkness as well is nothing to do with anything being bad or negative and once we understand that you know we we can open more um, like for example yours came with the dark cloaks but they were yeah. not negative in any way and so I'm big on colour as well, you know, I'm noticing a lot of, of emotion healing to do with colours as well and, and so the dark could be the grounding part, you know, them coming yeah. to you as a grounded human and, and bringing that forward, that connection with them. Interesting. Um, but there's so much on, you know, different subjects. We could chat all day, couldn't we? <laughs> we could chat all day. What would you like to do with this podcast? What would what would be our purpose? Do you think? I think to um, to help people if they are wanting to open more spiritually to find their path, maybe, and to understand as well that we come from pretty normal backgrounds. Well, I do. You yeah, know, me too. <laughs> yeah, you had a bit of a head start with your <laughs> spiritual family, whereas mine's were a little bit more closed. But um, yeah, to to know that if they are wanting to to open more, that it's possible. You just need the right teachers, uh, the right mentors. Um, so, and what about you? Yeah, I think so too. And, and maybe demystify this yes. thing about spirituality because people think that it's so woo-woo and so witchy, but it's really not. Everyone has got psychic gifts. Well, because we're all from the same place. Yeah. We all come here just for the visit and learning, you know, for our expansion. And then we go home, I call it, you know, yeah. going home. And once you know that, once you know that you're more spirit than you are actually human, once you understand that and can embrace it, I think life becomes magical. Yeah, I think so too. For me, it just, it just becomes lighter. Um, I don't hold on to the same stresses and worries that I did previously before I was on the spiritual path. And I wish that for, for anyone, is that they find happiness through even just tapping into it lightly. If they're not making it their path, they can always use a bit of meditation or a bit of guidance when they need it or, you know, to, to become more in tune to their inspiration. Yeah, their intuition. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what they do. Spirits give you inspired ideas on how to change and how to progress if you are open. You yeah. know, if you're calm and relaxed and so it's a journey. It is, yeah. And it's it's some people are a bit slower in the awakening of it. And some maybe not this lifetime will, but there are many lifetimes to open. Yes. So it is. yeah. We all come back and learn mm -hmm. something more. Always expanding. Yeah. And I would also like to say that if you who are listening have any questions you can just ask us. Sure. anything you like and we'll do our best to answer yes 
So, and I think that we will choose a topic for each of our sessions or for each of our podcasts. Yeah. From this one. Sure. And if there's any questions, we can even do a topic on the questions. Yeah. If you have anything that you would like to know. A question and answer kind of thing. Sure. Do you have some final words that you would like to say? Um, some inspiration for today, I would say. Um, if I was to say one thing that would bring about more peace and harmony in your life is to begin by simply meditating and, you know, bringing, um, whether it's to connect to your guides or to just generally bring about more peace and harmony and calm into your life. It's a wonderful thing to do. Um, for me personally, I like sometimes soft music or the guided meditations that you can get via YouTube or you can buy them, purchase them on apps and so on. I found that uh, using this in the beginning was something that really helped me find my emotional balance. Yeah. And um, I would highly, highly recommend that people um, try it. Try it even for five minutes a day. It's, it's worth it. It's beneficial for your health and for your mind and clarity. So, yeah, definitely give it a go. Yeah, meditation is really good and just being in the moment is really healthy now because we're so stressed out mm -hmm. and we've got so much to do. But also, as you said, if you want to receive guidance from spirit, you need to have a calm and clear mind. Calm being yeah. the, the, the word because not even me at times can clear my mind completely, but when I breathe just a little bit and just calm the mind down, the information and inspiration that flows from just breathing and just slowing everything down yes. is, is sometimes enough. So don't worry um, anyone who finds it very difficult to have a, a clear mind because it just takes a little bit of effort to, to slow the mind down enough. And I find that I, I receive most clear messages when I'm doing the dishes or when I'm yeah, brushing my teeth. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true because, you know, you can you can do anything. You could be in the car sometimes as well. My best inspiration is as I'm driving. Yeah. Um, you know, it depends. It depends if, if you're in busy traffic or you're in a hurry. But certainly I find the car quite soothing when I'm going on journeys places. And we're, we're so lucky to be on the coast here because we have the scenery, the palm trees yeah, and the beautiful so ocean. Um, and that's always a nice focus point as well. Nature, if you find that you're not that great at meditating, sometimes just walking in, in nature is, is your meditation. Yeah. Taking yourself away from everything. And that kind of slows the mind down to a point where it's open enough. It is. And I also find that if you're down by the beach or up in the mountains, the energy sure. is really calm. Oh, it's much higher. Yeah. yeah, it's much, much higher. It is, and it's lovely energy, so that's it's great too. So, what would I like to say as a final, final note? Well, if you are leaning towards these spiritual things, don't be afraid to talk about them or, or to open up to them more, because it isn't that weird. It isn't. No. Made. It's just. It's just a natural part of life once you learn how to use it and once you accept it and accept yourself. And I think it's so important to accept yourself just the way you are and embrace the gifts that it is, that it entails to have spiritual knowledge, to have spiritual gifts as well. Yeah. So it, it, it enriches your life a lot, I think. I believe so. Yeah. 
But it's time to get your daughter from school. I have a daughter to get. Yeah. And then play dates and then dinner and so on. And then to rescue chicken. <laughs> oh, the wonderful chicken, the wonderful chicken, yeah. So yeah, Nicola rescued a chicken from the park yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Didn't, it was abandoned, didn't have a mama, and I couldn't leave it. So, yeah, my day is busy cleaning up bird poop everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'll let you get on with your day cleaning up bird poop. <laughs> thank you so, <laughs> thank you so much for um, inviting me today and and having this chat, and it's been lovely. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And as we said, if you who are listening have any questions, just ask them or if there is a topic that you would like us to talk about then just let us know yes and have a wonderful wonderful day everyone and have a wonderful day nicola thank you and sending you all lots of love and yeah. light and blessings love light and blessings to all of you thank you so much for listening to today's episode of spirituality if you want to connect with me or subscribe to our podcast you can do so on my website elizabethlily.com and if you want to connect with Nicola you can do so on Facebook just search for Nicola Jane Ivanov the music in today's episode was written and produced by myself and my husband Henrik and I'll see you next week <laughs>